As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hey. hello. Yes. yes. Welcome back to another edition of Download and Delete. Another edition. Three. Oh, we're here in editions oh. now, huh? Well, episode, okay. edition. Yeah, I like we that. Another edition to your life. <laughs> your life is this, this, this. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of Download and Delete where we try to give you some refreshing real talk and stimulating dialogue. I am Shauna Lucas, educator, innovator, um, I don't know, fly Midwestern gal. All right, <laughs> fly Midwestern gal. And I am Ty Monks, the air innovator, creator of all. And by that I mean I can do anything I put my mind to. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love That's it. how I do it. I love it, I love <laughs> yes, it. Yes, this has been a freaking long week. <sighs> Well, kind of, like in the middle, it kind of was long, but not like all together. Maybe it's like the season change is official. Things are turning yellow and orange. The leaves are finally falling right. off the tree. It makes the days seem longer, yeah. but it's okay. Yes, it's getting dark like at 5.30 now, 5.36. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's okay. I like it. It's all mm-hmm. good. It's fall. Fall into the gap. It's like my favorite season, so it's like kind of like weird to adjust to it, but it's time. You just like a good sweater. That's all I think. I, I think that's like why you like. Co- you know, a good cover up, something to put uh, on. Uh, you yeah. can be comfortable and snug in. Yeah, well, you know, I like a good fire. I, I'm a fire tender. Oh, fire. I like sit, sitting outside in the crisp air hey. and put a log on the mm. on the fire. All mm. that. I love that. So, but you all know how we do it. We gonna get into our motivation moment first. And then we'll get into our downloads and uh, a very special guest today. Yes. Um, who wants to do their motivation moment first? Do you want to um, go? Do you want to go? Or how you want to do this? Well, 
Let's see. I went first last week. You go this time. Oh, you do your oh, motivation. Okay, good. Moment. All right. Yes. Motivate somebody. Okay. Well, let's see. I don't know if it's going to be a person. I guess it will be a person today, but I wanted to. Um, so when we do these motivation moments, we want to think about, we want to uplift someone or something that's doing good in the world. And so this week, I was thinking about um, this this effort um, that the Common Council voted for recently, the Common Council of Milwaukee voted for. It was introduced by um, Alderwoman Shantia Lewis and Nick Kovac and Malele Coggs. There are three black women on the Common Council, Shout and two of the three now. introduced this bill. Yes, a shout out to black women um, that are elected officials, for sure. Uh, so... You all know that um, there's this call to defund the police. And to, honestly, I think that that has become kind of a dog whistle for white conservatives when you say de- defund the police. And the word defund is very controversial. And it, it's, it creates a wedge issue for voters who, who start like to question the motives of BLM, Black Lives Matter, and all the activists. I don't fully understand the defund part. Could you explain the defund part? Well, I think what they, uh, let me just take a stab at this. So I think what they're saying is that you reduce the funding for law enforcement and Mm -hmm. then take that money and put it into other efforts that may be just as effective or even more. So so there's new language, I think, because when you say defund, people are confused, just like you, you just pointed out. What does that mean, right? But so I think, there is some new language that's being adopted and they want to um we want to talk about alternative first response options Mm. alternative first response i I like that so they're trying to brand that um and what that means is that they'll establish an unarmed first responder program have you all seen that movie the interrupters from they're a group i think they're like called ceasefire in chicago and so they, they, like, go into neighborhoods after a shooting has happened, and they try to, to um, mediate violence so that there's no retaliation in the communities. But there are regular people that may even live in these neighborhoods that have, like, some clout in these neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me s- this is, like, a similar effort, but um, it calls for um, service that do not involve a threat to public safety. So usually people who are experiencing okay. a mil- mental health crisis or substance abuse or homelessness. Um, and the idea is to send, like, well-trained, unarmed people to the, si- to the scene okay. instead of um, sending the police to the scene. Just for, like, for like domestic violence? Well, like uh, the, maybe. I was, maybe, right. It would be like, uh, my child ran away from home today. Or yeah, or like my that, child or is about to fight me because they have, you know, some behavior issues or okay. um, I am not well and I don't know and I need help, uh, but I don't know where to get that from or, or, or whatever. Okay. Um, that's what I'm thinking. And, and it's modeled after programs in other um, cities, uh, particularly Eugene, Oregon, Oregon. <laughs> We have a friend who lives there, Erica. Our friend Erica Shout lives there with Erica her partner, at yes. Teresa, and her their son, Bear. And, um, you know, we all know Oregon's got a lot going on right now. But these teams in Eugene, Oregon, they um, provide support directly to the – it's called CAHOOTS, C-A-H-O-O-T-S, um, Crisis Assistance Helping Out on the Streets. And they support the police by taking social service type calls and um, they provide counseling and they just support the police. So they work hand in hand. So I just want to um, I want to motivate our common council to really push that forward. We have a new um, interim health commissioner. 
uh, Marlena Jackson. I think that that will be a step in the right direction if she wants to focus her in. She is African-American, but she's only in the interim. And, you know, maybe that's something that she can kind of focus some energy on and move that program in the right direction. So that's my motivation moment. Motivating her. Yes, Yes, indeed. Motivating the Common Council, the black women who push that forward. So, yeah. Motivate them. Well, my motivation moment um, is going out to anybody that is actually feeling alone, out of place at this time, feeling like uh, the change of the seasons or the just, you know, the the solar change, you know, because everything is connected to the the solar. Well, for me, it's connected. So, you know, is solely a word, I guess? To the solar system. Yeah, solar. Um, solar. No, I guess solar. Well, yeah, girl, I think so. Sorry. That's right. That's right. Sorry, mine. <laughs> She's probably in heaven like, you know that ain't no word, boy. <laughs> you embarrassing me. Um, just for people that are actually going through, like, any type of depression. I know this is Suicide Prevention Month. Um, anybody who has thought about it, contemplated it, anybody who's going through anything, just shout out to you because you're able to listen to this, which means that you're a fighter, which means that you are making it, which means that you're surviving to the next level. So shout out to you guys. That is my motivational piece. Yeah, shout out. Why are mine always so much longer than yours? I talk too much. Uh, Shana, I guess. you have a master. I have a lot to I say. I have a master in <laughs> talking about a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> talking to a bitch. That's my master. Okay, I'll have to consider that and yes. try to be a little more concise. No, it's okay. We want you to talk how you're going to talk. Don't okay. try to change for nobody. Okay, okay. Yes. Amen. Self, like what you do. Mm-hmm. It's a movement I'm on. Mm-hmm. But we do want to get into introducing our guest, which it has a lot to do with what we're talking about, mental health issues, depression, suicide. When people call you crazy, you know, schizo, we, 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 you know, we want to talk about it all today. So yes, we just going to get it all out on the table in every shape, form, or fashion. So it's just not going to be we sitting here talking about depression. It's going to be a down show. It's like a roller coaster, up and down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do want to introduce somebody. One, well, one of my very best friends, my first friend who I can remember since sixth grade. Her name is Anjali Renato. And I'll just let her introduce herself. So everybody give it up for Anjali. Yay. Thank you. Well, I thank you for having me. Um, as Tyler stated, my name is Anjali Varnado. Um, I am a professional in the mental health field um, as a psychiatric clinician. I actually work in partnership with Milwaukee um, Police Department and also West Dallas Police Department um, on the crisis assessment response team. But I am here as an individual um, who understands mental health, um, has loved ones, family members, friends who have experienced mental health, um, struggles or whatnot, and you know, from doing it day in, day out, also just having that experience. So I'm blessed to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for Thank being you for coming. here. We want you to be real with us and you know, shoot the shit because it's about to get lit. Okay, you can't have it any <laughs> other way. Okay. 
gonna go right into our download section. Our download section is where you get to get something off of your chest, our shit talking session. You get to talk about something that's been on your mind, something that you've been going through, something that you just wanna get off, or you know, something that you learn, you wanna share, you wanna uplift somebody with something. This is the time to do it. So with that said, Anjali is our guest. We wanna let you download first and you go ahead and tell us something that you wanna provide us, inform us with some information. It could be pertaining to your job, something you saw on TV this week, something you learned. We just want you to educate these here people. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I don't know if many know, Tyler did mention, uh, um, you know, Suicide Prevention Month. Um, In fact, just in September, uh, the World Suicide Prevention was dedicated to that time. Um, This month, Actually, a couple weeks ago was the World Mental Health Day. Um, that was where individuals could dedicate, you know, specific wellness opportunities to individuals, reach out to a loved one or friend or someone in the community that they may have expressed some concern about um, by just educating them, pointing them in the right direction with resources, et cetera. So um, a lot of people don't know because there's so many national holidays nowadays or national provision. Right, I didn't even realize it was Sweetest Day <laughs> the other day. A lot of people didn't realize it was Sweetest Day. I had no day. idea. <laughs> I mean, I, and I didn't because usually, you mm. usually you'll see like all the little baskets on the side of the street. I didn't Child. see so much of that this year. 19 done stopped all that. I would hope so. 19 <laughs> done stopped all that. 19 said no bail. Y'all ain't gonna put these baskets okay. on. Okay. <laughs> I think they probably was on like Fond du Lac. They probably was in the Classic, somebody. yeah. Somebody gonna uh, inbox me like, we know now. We know. They're selling them online probably. Right? You know, get you a basket yes. online. Yes. <laughs> Amazon Prime Day was recent. <laughs> Right. But no, back as I was saying, was just mentioning the fact that there was World Mental Health Day Mm -hmm. and that, you know, every day someone is dealing with mental health. So it doesn't stop with just recognizing it for that day or that month. Mm -hmm. But, you know, keeping your loved ones close and near um, because oftentimes people go to their loved ones for support. Sometimes we just don't have the tools to necessarily help that loved one because, you know, we're trying to carry our own loads. Mm -hmm. But, um, again, connecting them to the proper channels, whether it be to a crisis line, to a hospital to get help when they're dealing with or struggling with things, that's just the best thing to do so that you're not overwhelmed. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely um, pride myself in advocating for others and, you know, taking care of yourself, self-care is so important, mm-hmm. not just for individuals struggling with mental health, but the caregiver. You know, as caregivers, we get overwhelmed and tired and need that support just as well. Yes, that's a beautiful download. Thank you. Yes. yes. Shauna, as the ladies first, your oh. download. Oh, man. Okay. Shorty, let me download. <laughs> download. Well, okay. Well, so... When we talked about this, when we talked about the importance of this topic and mm-hmm. what we wanted to bring to this episode, I just tried to think about some of the experiences that I've had that have touched me because I wanted to think about um, the stories that some that other people may find some similarities in. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought about this story um, that happened to me a few years ago. Um, I was driving to the grocery store and um on my way to the grocery store i i see i see a, a well dressed just beautiful clean um b- 
black woman just standing in the middle of the street wailing with <gasps> with no shoes on okay. in the falls around this time of year and uh i could tell she was in great despair so i don't know in those kind of moments i I just kind of blank out and i feel like i just spring into action so i jumped out of my car and pulled over and uh, i mean i pulled over jumped out of my car in that order (laughs) and i didn't jump out before i pulled over um and (laughs) i i have jumped out of a moving car but no that's that's another story though we get into our our questions that's a different uh, (laughs) a whole different story (laughs) (laughs) and so so as i jumped out of my car two other black women pulled up and jumped out of their cars they saw what was happening they saw exactly what i saw so they felt the need to pull over and this woman, she was just shouting. She was just wailing. And she told us that she wanted to die. She just begged Whoa. us to let the cars hit her. Are you kidding uh, that, me? And we, we, we were trying to just calm her down as much as we possibly could. And she told us that someone had stolen all of her money that she wow. was that she had saved up for her grandchild's birthday party. Also, it was like that kind of altar woman. Yes. So just got hot, didn't? It? <laughs> it got hot. And um, she she was sad because she didn't. She saved this money. She was so excited. She had been sh- the reason why she was so beautiful that day is because she was dressed for this party. And when she went to go and get the cake, as as she did, went to get the money to get the cake, she found that someone had stole it. Stole the, the money. Oh, they the stole money. the money for her to get the cake and the supplies That's and all that. Wow. So she, and then there must have been a chain of events that led to this, that must have been the last straw. Um, and so um, she just was distraught. And we we were just trying to talk to her. One of the women that, that just pulled over, one of the black women, um, I remember just beautiful brown chocolate woman with the, this this big, beautiful, wavy, curly hair. Uh, she she wanted to to pray with her. She said, "Please let me pray with you," mm-hmm. and she just kept saying, "Please let me pray with you. God is with you. I want to pray with you." Mm-hmm. And after every attempt to um, pray with her, this woman just refused. Mm-hmm. And we we kept trying to console her, and we just were essentially were defeated. She really didn't have the room to let us uh, help her. I don't think she knew. We didn't know what to do, and she didn't know what to do. So. Yeah. We all left with her sitting on the curb, just with her head down, you know, just look, uh, ap- appearing as though she's just down in the gutter, just literally. So, um, and it w- what was uh, interesting is that uh, I ended up at the same grocery store by happenstance with one of the women that pulled over. We went, ended wow. up, at, you know, some pick and save or something. I don't remember what grocery store together. And um, so we 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 were just kind of like pushing our cart slowly, just still in shock about this and, and debriefing about this situation. And we both felt helpless that we couldn't do what uh, we couldn't do more, like what black women usually feel like they're asked well, they to do. Like, yeah, you day. know, we wanna we wanna help, we wanna right. fix, we wanna save, you oh, know. Wow. And also, I think a part of that, the part of it that was hard was to see another black woman in such distress is, you know, oh. we usually keep our shit together, you know, 
it's really it's really hard for us to see each other just break. It's hard. And not only for black women, but for black men, it's hard to see us break. So I think we were sh- we were um, we were shocked by that. Uh, so so then I um, I sat in my car and after that after I got my my, my um, you know I don't know my potatoes and my milk and whatever else I I had to get out of the grocery store, I sat down and I got a random receipt or piece of paper, okay. and I I wrote um, I wrote this down on this piece of paper. Um, I wrote. Um, I wrote three three of us stood near after you lost your battle with God. He beat the shoes from your souls, causing you to walk bare over uneven pavement. Oh. The one with the crown gave you a map to Jesus's house and offered to take you on a burning chariot. But you, still silly with doubt, dug a trench around your feet and covered your limbs with sorrow. And all I could do is shield my lips to keep my own grief from interfering in his plan. So all of that, after I wrote that, I really thought about things. I thought about the situation and and how it really highlighted the issue of mental health and how we stay mentally well. And traditionally, I I think black people have relied on on the church as a a sort of respite for our intuition or a go-to for spiritual healing, healing. And... You know, you think, look at the literature, it suggests that African Americans are much more likely to rely on faith as a coping mechanism for dealing with depression uh, and anxiety. And, and Which they, is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And, but it's but, not all you need. But they right. use, uh, utilize it a lot more than a, a mental health professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I just thought about this, and I, my question was can we pray away mental illness? Can we do that? And I, and I don't know. I don't know if we can. And Ooh, I know I feel like if I know question that's a deep question. Well, and I think we're we're asked to do that. I mean, there, and I'm not saying that that is all we do for our mental health that's because there question. has been a major push lately for Black people to seek therapy. Mm-hmm. A big push. You all probably have heard a lot of the talk about therapy. It's big. Mm-hmm. Some of the big. Um, it's like the trend now. It the is. Trend. Everybody's jumping on it, which is not a bad thing. It's not no. a bad thing. Everybody needs it, but they need to be honest in therapy. And therapy is not a place where you just go and lie mm. and just try to be somebody that you're not and go for a pity party, mm. which yeah. is good. So I'm going to have to take a sip on that one. Yeah. Well, I that mean, was a beautiful download. Well, I'm, that, let, that poem was beautiful. Okay, let me. Yes. I'm almost done. I just want to. I want to wrap it up. I want to wrap it up because I, I think I don't want to end it there because I think therapy works. Okay, therapy okay. therapy <laughs> works for some people, right? Okay, but it doesn't mean that the it, the entire institution is generally good for everyone. No. So because like the church, you know, psych, the field of psychiatry has largely denied the impact of oppression of black people. Mm. And it still may be good for black people to have a healthy amount of skepticism about psychotherapy, honestly. Um, there's money and trauma, we know that. Mm-hmm. And how do we know whether a therapist is being kind because they want to help or if, they just or if they're just getting get paid, corn. right? Whoa. I mean, that's a thing that's on our minds sometimes. Preach, 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 preach. And when you think about therapy and the interaction, there's always an imbalance of power, right? One person is in pain or in need, and the other person is healthy, and they're being paid to be wise and knowing about how to get the other person out of pain. Child, they going through shit too. And and they are, right. and right. and sometimes they misuse this power. We've seen that historically. So I think for Black people, oftentimes therapists 
they they lack the ability to have a broad range and deep grasp of the human suffering that's involved with political and social injustice mm -hmm. and how it takes a toll on the black psyche. Um, you all heard this term weather. I don't know if you heard this term weathering where you, it, you know, all these social factors that lead to the, the deterioration of black people and their health because they just go through these microaggressions every single day. And it's, you can't really isolate the psyche from, from what, we, what we deal with in society. Um, and oh, that's what happens in the therapist's office. Sometimes they want to isolate that. Um, and I, I think that that does us a disservice. So, I so what I, oh, go no, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I want you to finish. I'm okay. Sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. I think, I mean, my, my question, I really want to know if kindness, humanity, and compassion and good listening have to be professionalized. Does it have to happen in an office? Mm, no. That's a good question. That was a good download. Okay. Oh, and I, it's gonna segue into you know. Yes. Yes. Stuff I want to get off my chest. Okay. Which is gonna be a good for our conversation, which is after you know la download. Yes. But um no because I think now it's like a trend for everybody to be depressed or to be mentally challenged or to have a nervous breakdown. I think like now it's common, and I think people do it for a lot of sympathy. And I think people do it because they think that it's going to draw others near to them. Mm. And um, my download, what I want to share with everybody is this, um, I don't know if I want to call it a sermon or a teaching, but when I say it's so prolific to, well, it made so much sense and it spoke to my heart that I just share it with everybody. And it's from, um, I don't want to, I say I'm 40 and I forget a lot of names. So mm -hmm. let me just say, his name is Too many Dr. names in your brain. Too much stuff going on. I was watching too much Degrassi. <laughs> um, I just sent the video. Oh, shuckalock fuck. His name is Dr. Miles Myron. And yeah, let me see. Dr. Miles Myron. It's Muron. So it's M U N O R O. R I E, excuse me, O R E. M U R I. So that's Monroe, right? Dr. Miles Monroe and what he's oh, talking about. Oh, yeah, I've about. heard of him. You've heard mm -hmm. of him? Mm -hmm. When I say this was so, like, it touched me and it came at the right time today, like, and it's just about how you have to fall, like, being, you have to love yourself before you can love anybody right. else, like, mm. falling. And this is what I say all the time. So this was just like, like, how you said, do you have to have a degree or something to be kind or nothing? No, because I was thinking, um, to start like a column where I just have people ask me questions because sometimes and I and I and I pray before I give advice to people, but sometimes mm -hmm. it don't even be me speaking. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying like I'm a preacher or nothing, but maybe that you know maybe I'm a preacher in some form or I'm just a person that can bring stuff. But sometimes it's just like stuff just just come off my mind. Mm -hmm. And this was just like when I listened to Doctor Muron Monroe well, Monroe yeah Muron. I think he's <laughs> he's from. The UK, right? I thought he was American. I no, don't know. I don't think he's American. Mm. He's not American. He's from. I looked it up. I'm sorry. I had some. Blame it on the white Remy. White Remy. I forgot. But anyway, <laughs> we're gonna look it up. But anyway, getting back to that, it's just about falling in love with yourself, and that's not selfless or anything. And he was saying like how the the Palestines were following these Moses laws, and which were God's laws, and those laws were just about. And everybody think like the golden rule is number one. It was 669 laws of Moses. And it was like, and remember like last week I asked the question on the last episode, 
the colorist episode colorist mm-hmm. 2021 please mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe and download the download <laughs> the podcast anyway when we were talking about loneliness my question was because i was in a place and i was like am i lonely do i feel lonely now like what do you do for loneliness and he just brought up a point he said loneliness is a manifestation of self-hatred mm-hmm. why would you hate yourself for being alone that's the time when you learn about yourself and that's Ooh. the time you get to date yourself and be by yourself and so anyway back to the laws part of like the people were following Moses' laws, which were God's laws, and anyway, they were like going to him, and they said, "God, what's the like? Break this down, cause this 669 laws we gotta remember." And he said, "The first one is love thy God first. Before you love anything, love thy God." But he said, "The part, the second one wasn't like he said, and it's love thyself." Mm. You have to love yourself. Yes. Yeah, loving yourself is love really yourself. important, but it's hard to Yes. And people get that confused. Love yourself how you how you want to love your love your neighbor how you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Or love yourself mm-hmm. how you want to love your neighbor. Or love mm-hmm. yourself how you gonna treat somebody else. Mm-hmm. So like every reaction that you give somebody is like a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I know that, but to hear him speak, it just was so prolific and it just brought so much um, confirmation to how I've been feeling or how I've been giving advice to people and just it just was touching to my soul mm-hmm. so I really want people to download listen go on YouTube and listen to it it is definitely a beautiful beautiful speech oh it's so beautiful he's from the Bahamas by the okay, way because so uh, so I, I looked him up too I'm like I think this is him yeah that's yeah. him he's he got M-U-N that's it Muran yep yeah he's from the that's how they said it in the Bahamas. That's how Brianna said it. So I guess he mu- he's kind of Brit. He's British adjacent. Yeah. Like, yeah. Guess, yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 they colonized the island, please. I guess. Yes, of course. But that is my download. I <laughs> okay. want to give a shout out to him. Everybody, please make sure you watch that video. It's called Singleness and Self-Love. And it's just about being mm-hmm. single. You can be single in a relationship. And being single in a relationship is just about loving yourself and knowing what yourself like. And he brought this point down. He said, like, how you can take a friend to, like, go try on, like, some clothes. Mm-hmm. And you come out the dressing room. Like, you would look in the mirror before you go out there and was like, I like this. This is cute. Mm-hmm. But then you'll ask your friend, how does this look? And your friend be like, I don't know. And then you'll go back and be like, well, I'm not going to wear this. Why? You looked in the mirror and you loved it. So if you right. looked in the mirror and you loved it. And I've always thought that, like, if you got to ask somebody, like, sometimes a friend will call me and be like. The uncertainty I want, Yeah, itself. the uncertainty. Like, I was just wondering, am I stupid for believing? If you got to call me and ask you, were you stupid? You were stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. It's nothing wrong with being no, stupid. No. Sometimes we are stupid. No. And I think, that's you know. That's a part of life. Well, that's a part of life. I think, I think what we are looking for sometimes when we ask our friends, we are really. Confirmation. Yes. And we do. We look, we look to our community sometimes to be healed. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, maybe there is a case for creating these intentional healing communities. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to call them because we know the struggles of each other more than any therapist could probably even imagine. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could even explain that we can even explain. Oh man. And, but why do you think that is? Is it, a lack of the therapist or the provider not knowing no, the, the clientele or the or the or the population that they're serving. Like, what is it? I think sometimes you really just don't know how to like say how you feel. So then that is that's confusing to like a doctor. Like so, like a medical doctor can take a test or a blood test or you know a no, no, neurological. What is it called? Neurological. neurological. It's the white yeah. rim in y'all. Hey, shout out to the white <laughs> rim. 
Let's do it. But they can do all those tests with a therapist. I mean, they can do tests. I mean, you can tell us more, but they can do tests. But sometimes you just really don't know how to explain how you fucking feel. But mm. as trained therapists or whatnot, we're supposed to be beyond the book. Sometimes, okay. mm-hmm. you know, some people are just a little stuck in the book and only, you know, textbook where they don't know the population that they're serving. Mm-hmm. So they don't know the cues to read, you know, cause it's nonverbals. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to tell me, mm-hmm. but if I'm working with you long enough to kind of see the behaviors, a change or not, mm-hmm. or you're kind of stuck, you know, um, where you're not sharing, but yet I can see where, you know, something in you has changed from maybe the last session or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I should be able to confront you because I know you and I know who I'm serving, but Mm, I mean, everybody, I like you know, there's struggles everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I think sometimes uh, therapists bring a very abstract knowledge of, of what is a broad range of human experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's enough, you know. I think, mm-hmm. and black people are really intuitive a lot. We rely on that intuition that's to so work true. through the world. And so, you know... I mean, I'm just gonna pray it up there. I'm gonna pray it away. I'm gonna pray that. Yeah, away. we need yeah. like really genuine compassion sometimes, and we know when we're not getting it, right? You know, and so when we, I think, you know, I think, think we'd be served best if we, if we really learned how to hold space for each other mm-hmm. and and listen and be mm-hmm. he, and and be uh, and be here now and and um, allow right. people the space to be healed mm-hmm. and. Not be afraid to allow people to cry, right? No matter if they're a man or a woman, or if they're the leader or whatever, and not let not shame people for letting go. Um, I think you know we we can really think about how to create those spaces for each other that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need to do that more often. What do those spaces look like to you? Like to me, like it would be, and this is going to throw everybody off, like it would be like a friend that you can call on that's going to shoot the shit with you, that's going to come over and say, let's have wine and wings, like I need a friend to be there. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. like I feel like, and this is no slight to you guys, but sometimes I feel like I can't call on y'all because and this is just me being real, like I don't want them to think I'm a weak person. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'll be like, Mm-hmm. I'll throw it off. And I think a lot of people feel like that, especially maybe just men feel like that in general. Like, I don't want to be a weak person, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to try to bear this on my own. No, because it's not weakness, though. It's vulnerability, and those are two different things. Right. And so I think when we understand what it means to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and what that looks like in all different mm-hmm. ways. But even vulnerability can be a weakness. It's not weakness, sh- though. You don't want to show anybody it, it, it where you're vulnerable. It depends on how you view it. Vulnerability is hard. Yeah. It's so hard, especially when people think, like, I'm an alpha person. Right, I'm an alpha right. male. I'm just an alpha person. Any room, I'm right. going to command the scene. Mm-hmm. I don't care just because I am who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not apologizing for it no more. I used to be like, well, I am who I am. So I just, you know, no, I'm, I command the presence. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's something else this man was talking about. He was like how God, all he said God was the most, the most, he was in love with, his, Jesus was in love with himself so much because he said I am mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. the beginning and the end True. and we're supposed to be Christ like so if he's like that do you not think I'm going to I am mm-hmm. so I command the space when mm-hmm. I walk in so I'm that type of person but even though, even I think and this is you know you see that you see this a lot on social media Shauna which you don't have mm-hmm. <laughs> you can you know you don't have a, you own and off of social media mm-hmm. so you can understand like sometimes you'll see a post where it's like um 
forgot what I was gonna say. Damn, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying like where some of the posts are like um, uplifting, some kind of no? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> that thought is said bye bye now. I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. It's, it's gone. But anyway, you know, I am. Think of yourself. That's my download. I've downloaded. I like That's that. Me. I like that. I like that. Okay. Oh, Ashley, yeah. what's your download? Download with us, love. Get something off. Did you get some? She downloaded. I did. Yeah. I kind of did. Yeah. I was just talking about you know. Blame it on the remit. But that segued into a question like it even did. like can people beat like your family and friends like they're your village? Okay, I know where I was at. I know where I was at. Okay. And like sometimes like mm-hmm. even though me being a strong person and you got to edit that out for real though, dog. Back to where I was. <laughs> <laughs> you bet not leave. Anyway, That's just good like, stuff. Oh, it is. It can leave. You can leave high day. Anyway, um, just like getting back to yourself. Like sometimes, like I'll call people and it just and I I know I probably get on people's nerves and I don't care because when people call me sometimes they be getting on my nerves. But I just mm-hmm. be like, let me hold this phone. Mm-hmm. I was playing my game, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna listen because you never know what somebody going through. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this season, this era. It's like the fall time when the sun go down when it get dark late earlier. I think people start to get like depressed and they want to be that's like in true. relationships and be with other people and think that that's what they have to do to make themselves feel good. But why is it bad to be by yourself and feel good? That's, mm-hmm. I mean, what you're, so what you're hitting on is more so like a seasonal affective mm-hmm. disorder mm-hmm. where people are, like you said, uh, affected by the seasonal changes, lack of light. Lack of vitamin D. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that vitamin uh, D deficiency mm-hmm. and all of that. And so th- Vitamin D comes from the sun, people. Mm-hmm. The sun. And people. we don't get exactly. enough of it in the Midwest. Especially so, so that's why you got to mm-hmm. take your vitamin D. That's right. You hit it. Put that pill in the oven and see if it's real. If it <laughs> melts, it ain't real. If it don't melt, it's a real pill, dog. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying, though, like Tyler was pretty much uh, reiterating was just the importance of, you know, staying healthy, taking your vitamin D, um, you know, doing things that also will help you develop some type of routine Mm -hmm. to help uplift yourself. And that's all in like Mm self-care, whether it's talking to a family member, a trusted friend, whomever that you feel comfortable with, but remembering that they too have their stuff Mm -hmm. um, that they have to do it or yes. care for themselves. You don't want to download you know? on people too much. Right. negative Because then they, you know, they'll start. They have to take your energy. And I'm an empathic right. person. So I take on other people's issues. Exactly. If you call me crying. I'm finna cry too. Right. Like, oh, right. Exactly. Or when does the empathy take care of self, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you selfish for like, oh, I know this bitch finna call me crying. I ain't finna answer. Right, right. Well, no, I mean. No, that's, yeah. that's self-care. Yeah, that is. That is. And you know, knowing when uh, enough is enough mm-hmm. so that you're not Are people taking the self-care thing too far? Like this depression thing? Like this, like. Which is. Uh, hmm. What I really want to get into is like how you see like a lot of posts about people talking about. Um, I'm in therapy. I'm talking to a like for because to me like you know like your medical stuff mm-hmm. and mental stuff is like HIPAA. So it's like when you put it out there, you giving people opportunities to come into your medical life and ask you more questions or you know talk about your stuff. And and, and I think this is the phenomenon. they have the right to. Though. They have the right to. I mean that's their stuff as long as nobody else on the outside is providing that info. But, but yeah, they should be cognizant of the fact that or aware. Mm-hmm. That, you know, this is your personal business and now you are free to be judged. And so then when you are judged, 
It's you, like a you phenomenon. Can, yeah. Everybody got a depressed status or they was depressed and they talking to well, a therapist. Like, what were you expecting the outcome to be? Well, it's like people are <laughs> doing it for the likes. Like, everybody depressed now for the likes. Everybody. And then this was another thing. Like, I well, was talking Well, and that of, might go even deeper. That could be a personality disorder. I, and I think that's some of the mental health issue, <laughs> too. Attention seeking. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's the mental health issue, too. Like, I was talking to Sean at our meeting before the show, mm-hmm. like, how people always, like, posting hospital braces. Like, I was in a hospital. Right. I almost took suicide, but I'm here, like, like, those are kind of things like you want to keep to yourself until you like actually work it out because right. you could go back down. So what if nobody liked that status? What if nobody said, I'm going to like this or love this or mm-hmm. care about this status? I'm just going to mind my own business because you just tried to commit suicide or you're sad right now. Mm-hmm. You're depressed right now. Your spouse just like, I'm not going to like this status at all. What if mm. nobody, wouldn't you feel worse well, then? That's interesting. How, how, does, how does our interaction with social media contribute to, uh, you know... I think every, yeah, it's a, a major factor because mm. you shout out to town our producer in the mm. studio. Yeah, talking to the mic, sir. Yeah, that's I'm interesting. Say it, I gotta say it right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna be in this one. No, it plays a major factor because whatever ideology that you have for yourself mm-hmm. gets altered based on what social media says mm-hmm. it yes. should be. Yes. like you could be. You can be in what you are determined as a happy relationship mm-hmm. with your significant other. Right. But because social media is stating yes. my significant other should be doing this. this or my man or woman should be doing that. Or if you didn't get nothing for sweetest day, cancel that person. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. your mind is like, no. I didn't care about this this no. uh, before, but now, now, I care about now it. I'm starting to care about it. So oh. now because this person who doesn't know where this new direction is coming from mm-hmm. is like, you tripping? Oh no! You you just don't care about me no more. And all of a sudden, there's a random fight that you two have because mm-hmm. of what somebody else put out, yeah. and not realizing this person is like, well, if such and such doesn't get you that's something for Sweetest Day, they life. don't care. You know, they don't care about you. Yeah. It's laid up right next Everybody, to the person. Exactly. Everybody's so, life is not short. Yeah, like right. we, I think I think fantasy. a lot of us like see stuff on TV or see stuff as fairy tales, and we think that's how our lives are supposed to right. be. Well, it's like, performative. It's the, yeah, it's the dream, like to. To meet somebody in high school and y'all get married and then y'all yeah. have kids and y'all have a happy after after. Hell no, that shit is not gonna work. No. Y'all ain't had sex with nobody. Y'all probably ain't, well, if y'all had sex with each other, that's all y'all have experienced. Y'all ain't experienced nobody else. Right. Nothing that has come in. And your life, your experiences are not gonna be like somebody else's. Right. So I go back to saying, like, when I see people post stuff like that, it's like a phenomenon. Like everybody jumping on the suicide, the sad, depressed, the angry bandwagon, like why don't you jump on something of your own? Not saying that that's not your struggle, but come on now. Like, how many times are you going to post about it? How many times do we have to hear about you going to therapy or you feeling this way? It's like people are dying for social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if don't nobody like that status? Mm-hmm. For me, I write stuff. I don't care how nobody feel about it. I don't care if I get one, two likes. But that's because you grew up in a time where we, a, a bulk of our life was not social, social media. media right and yeah, that's, that's, right. that's a big difference yeah, this generation yes. doesn't know how to they were exist born into without. it yes. right they didn't have they have cell phones they yes. don't know what that's like right they they've instagram. been without mm-hmm. instagram face cameras well, like they don't know how to live without, without that it. stuff yeah right. it's hard it, i i really empathize with and that's just the phenomenon what's going on right now it's just like people are mm-hmm. wanting to be like everybody want to be depressed like okay like if everybody depressed around me i'm not to be around these people because I wanted to be depressed too. Right. It's like I guess I grew up learning from other people's lessons. Mm-hmm. So before I look at like if Shauna tell me 
I don't like if I was driving down Fond du Lac speed and the police pulled me over. When I drive down Fond du Lac, I'm gonna remember Shawnee said the police pulled her over, so I'm gonna make sure right. I break and I don't speed down. That's the kind of life I live. Not saying that her experiences are gonna be mine, but I'm still going to be cognizant of what she told me. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna just jump on a band. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just to me, it's like a phenomenon. Like everybody wanted to be depressed and suicidal or, or something going wrong in their life. Mm-hmm. They had a, a breakdown over a breakup, and that should be your breakthrough. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Just people mm. seem to be needing self, you know, validation from others. And when you go seeking validation from others, then it's always an epic fail mm-hmm. because you don't know what brings you happiness. Yes. You have to understand what that is. Now that until, I don't do it myself, I think everybody does it. Right. Well, right. Do, you, do you think that validation is a symptom of a larger issue like that that's related to depression or or anxiety or something else? Um, it could be those components. It could be also just your your nerd your natural environment in which you come, came from mm-hmm. like were those was was that love language for instance was that um was that mimicked or was that um, modeled mm. for you you the know have to say something about that you, you gotta know. know where you came from know your history yes mm-hmm. in order for you to know yourself exactly and he broke down because there could I'm be so many other things mm-hmm. no i'm glad that you brought that up because there could be so many different things it could yes. be the environment that you're in um, whether that is, you know, just even from birth, like, did your mother breastfeed you? Or did she make you wait? To, her, you yeah. know, was there a bond? And then she changed. She's like, ugh, nasty. Exactly. The, the Freudian theory of, you know, people don't think that's, but it does work. Yeah, all of that stuff is pertinent to your foundation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pertinent to who you become as an adult. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But if you never, you know, receive validation from your parents, then you're going to go seeking it out into from the community else. from everybody else. Which goes and then, back to self-love. Exactly. Well, what about, I mean, I think I think that's where psychotherapists go automatically is to the father and the mother. And mm-hmm. um, so I wonder about how in, in black communities, when sometimes that's a given that the family structure is not nuclear, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is it, um, hmm. Is it um, relevant to go straight to the the parent relationship, the, the parental relationship, or or, or do we? And even I think it's even good to go beyond that relationship oh, yeah. because mm-hmm. it goes back to how they were raised, and then how was your grandmother raised? And I think the yes. issue is within Things. our community, yeah, like we can't go back to generations and say, well, thankful. Thankfully, thank you, Jesus, I can go back to my grandparents who were married until my grandmother passed away. I have that, that, but I don't have it with my mama. But she all, you know, my stepfather was in my life since I was 12, so... Yeah, Until, but, know, but passed, the nuclear so. family was was wrecked it was. in the black community. It so was, then, yeah. but then there but were other people that... Yeah. There were other people that stepped in. And yep. so then, if that's the but default... But nowadays, it's different. I know. You know, mm-hmm. like, in the past, when we were doing wrong, it was always, well, Anjali, mm-hmm. make, sh- make sure that when you're abroad the home, mm-hmm. you act a certain way, because you don't know who I know. And I did not mm-hmm. believe that. But mm-hmm. one day, yes. someone who knew my grandmother, knew my mother, saw me at a mall, and, and my grandmother mentioned to me, hey, such and such said they saw you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, 
What was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me ask that question first. Like, before you know, I was fine, let me say what I, yeah. And she, and she was like, oh, nothing. I just, you know, she wanted to reiterate me. to you that people shot. are watching. Yes, it's people are watching. Yes. And you better be aware yes. of how you, you Paparazzi. know, because you're a representation of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's something that's still happening in our communities with parents with adults uh, no, just like the being... lady down the street to whoop your ass if yes happens, no that ain't happening no more cause some mothers feel like if that bitch touch you I'm going to war no or <laughs> you know just let me know as a parent I have a 17 year old and I'm I have traditional values in which I, I reared him because I, I it worked for me mm-hmm. you know I may not have liked the rules back then where I, let me talk to the parents before you go or whatever that, I hated that yes. but now as an adult I'm like well Thank you. That saved me from so much BS. Mm-hmm. So much BS. But and not I'm, to say you wasn't doing BS when you I'm got not. to this people. Because I've been doing you since uh, sixth grade, okay? You know, everybody's sneaky. Everybody's sneaky. That's why I'm like, I tell my son every day, I was once your age. Yes. And remember hearing that as a kid? Yes. I remember my mom I was once your age. I knew what you was doing. But I think this is the day and this is the day and age. And I was at get my hair done and this lady said, I think I made the mistake um of showing my kids too much. Oh yeah. Because they are so they're surpassed what they should be now. Like they, they only got like certain focuses. Like it's not what it should be. Right. And she said, I feel guilty for that. And I said, you can't because you only doing what you were taught. Correct. And she, cause she had said, well, my <laughs> parent, well, my mama was a certain way. And I said, you can't beat yourself up. But now that you know that that's a good step that you understand that now mm-hmm. she said, I'm going to do better with my grandkids. And I said, that's so prolific mm-hmm. that as a grandmother, you want to do better with your grandkids because you know, and you understand that you messed up and that's okay. Mm-hmm. to understand. Yeah. And that's so beautiful for her to just say that in front of me. I didn't right. even know this lady. Shout out to her. She's from the East side, but she was so like, cool. Mm-hmm. Like she was just so like humble in her response. And I was like, and she was a beautiful black woman just said that just to admit her mistake like that that was so like touching to me Mm -hmm. and I think if more black women if more black men if more black people if more people in general just admit where you were wrong. Admit your Or mistake. allow people to help you to help. Yes. I mean, because even, even though you're grown, because it's always, yes. I'm grown, child. you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, the child becomes 18, just put them out. But it's like, there's so much still for us to learn. Life is a learning experience every day. Every time we step outside that door, we're learning mm-hmm. something. Always. And you don't know it all. And be willing to be, you know, to accept cr- constructive criticism, because not mm-hmm. all criticism is negative. You know, no. it's, it's an opportunity for growth. And some and listen and learn how to listen sometimes yes yes intentional therapeutic communities i'm telling you i'm telling y'all that's what we need we need to be if we can get back to how we were as a people i mean there would be so much growth mm-hmm. i do see mm-hmm. you know especially with covid19 hitting with a lot of the brutalities yes. the deaths it's you know, happening right? it's yeah we are certainly coming together mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but especially with the election all these things but i'm just you know grateful that what i've noticed uh, a change as far as our traditional values go is that you know mental mental health was so taboo in the black community it still is it's, yes. it still is mm-hmm. it's um it is a stigma in which people do not like to talk about but i can tell you you know working as a trained professional as i am that i do come across a lot of our people and our people were, were seeking help we're wanting to you know know more 
about mental health and how to get help because we're tired of feeling a certain way or tired of feeling limited and not being able to do anything about it. There are resources out there to get the help that you need. You have your family, you have the church, what, but sometimes what, what that's not resource? enough. Give us a good resource. Um, sometimes when you just need somebody to talk to and say that family member or that, or your pastor is not available or whoever it is that you normally would reach out to is not accessible. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's the Hope Line. There's uh, the cri Milwaukee County Crisis Line, for instance. It's available 24-7. And who do you speak to when you call? When you call, you may get... It's, it's um, staffed by licensed professional counselors, uh, licensed... Is it free? Yes, it's free. Mm -hmm. And you can call and speak to them like a therapist. You can call and talk to them. If you're in crisis, they will help you through a crisis. You do not have to even say who you are. You can call anonymously. You know the number. Yes, it's 414 257-7222. Now, you'll be connected to, like, um, uh, Impact 211 initially. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people call and they just, I'm in crisis, and maybe the next person may not deem it a crisis or recognize it as a crisis, but it's their crisis. Mm -hmm. A crisis could be, I need somewhere to stay. But you can call that number, talk to 211, and they can help you identify shelter spaces, for instance, mm -hmm. or just food pantry, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But if you are needing someone to talk to right in that moment, you can call that line. It's available 24-7, so there's no excuse. Can you always also dial 411? Is it 411? 211. 211. Yep, 211. So that that's not the, the same as the warm line, is it? Have you? <laughs> no, the warm line is completely separate. Okay. Um, the yeah. warm line is um, ran by... Dedicated volunteers yep, who mm -hmm. either have mental health themselves mm -hmm. um, or know someone with mental health and they're just, you know, wanting to give back to their community and be available to assist. Yep. You can call there. It's on specific days and I do apologize. Yeah. I don't uh, have that info. It says uh, 7 to 11 most evenings. Their number is 777-4729. Yep. yep. That's the warm line. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Call the warm line. Yep. That's it. Yes. So I know you do a lot with the Milwaukee police mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff is going on with the defund the police mm -hmm. and which is going to put more money into what you do, right? Or if they defund the well, defund, no, take, send it more not officers. Not necessarily. To I mean, to the mental health workers. I I mean, I can't say specifically what's going to happen with Milwaukee police because I honestly don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am. I do know that there is going to be an exp an extension, which um, I've been on the news for that to talk about like the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. They have a grant, so they'll be expanding because right now, like I said, we're with Milwaukee Police Department and also West Dallas. So there will be several teams with um, the Sheriff's Department. So mm -hmm. that's expanding. And hopefully we can get some more teams with Milwaukee Police Department. Um you know, just so that we're more available in the community. I do see a lot of positive outcomes. When you people. go out, what, what, give me like a typical scenario. What a day might out. look yeah, like. When you go out. Give well, me like, no, like I want a story of like the wildest encounter you've encountered. Well, the wildest encounter about. that I have probably spoke about Us. before. I've seen many, but the wildest one to me was when we had a bridge jumper. That was just, um, okay. I had to do some personal self-checking because the heights, the height mm -hmm. thing is an issue for me. You got to fear heights. Well, just standing on home bridge was fearful. Oh, it was on the home bridge? It was, yeah. And it's, it's windy. It's one thing. Yeah. It's windy. Mm -hmm. 
I can feel the bridge. I hate driving across the home bridge. The bridge does rock. It does. It does. You know, you know, black people call that the home bridge. The home H O M E. Yes, H O H O A N. The home. Home. And I'm country, but they be thinking I'm saying home, but it's like the home bridge. Yes. Yes. But okay, so was this person of color? This person was actually of color. Um, you know, sometimes you know, Ooh. sometimes you might hear a story, you just naturally might be like, Oh, I think this is this person or whatnot. But mm-hmm. when we got up there, we didn't have a description of who it was. Whoever it was, like you said, you had earlier today you stated that, you know, there was a you were a bystander. Mm-hmm. Somebody was mm-hmm. in crisis, you Sorry. got and helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the same situation. He was observed getting out of his vehicle and sitting on the ledge of home bridge. Whoa. You know, there's like a, a mm. section that, you know, is like the border of the bridge. And then there's a, a ledge that you step oh out God. of. And was it like way, in the middle? The end? You know, this it was long, in the middle. Oh, so this is at Gina. the very top oh of that bridge. Oh, no. Yes. Lord, Lord. Mm. So it was overwhelming, but, you know, I had to do some self-check-in. This isn't about me. Mm-hmm. This is about helping this individual. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with him. I don't necessarily need to know, but I want to help him. Mm-hmm. That was at the root of my desire to help him. How long it's- did it take, girl, to talk? Did you have to talk him down? We when did. You're that person we see on the movies, like, get the, the negotiator. Uh, yeah, the negotiator. <laughs> bring the negotiator out. Yes. Oh, hello, you. I'm Anjali. <laughs> I mean, there there was also my partner. There were um, some sheriff deputies, um, some other people from Milwaukee Police Department that were all present. Girl, and, you know, like I said, when I first stepped on the bridge, it was more so my fear of being on that bridge. Well, that would know? be my lead if I were. If I, <laughs> I would I would tell the person right away, like I'm scared, aren't you? <laughs> ah, you know, you, can't you with that want, shot and you don't have you a jump to jump off the damn bridge. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> scary, aren't you scared? Let's naturally, go. Let's you go want home. to tell that person that. I, I promise you, that was a natural response. <laughs> but I'm like, I can't show my fear because I want him to be able to trust me, to trust the process, to know that. I do know what I'm doing and I'm here for you. It's all about you in this moment. And so it wasn't about what I was experiencing. I, you know, had to do some self-checking and most professionals know what that is. It's just the reality of the situation of, Hey, I'm here for a bigger, a bigger job. And, you know, my goal is to get them off of the bridge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we did that. Um, and I was thankful. It took Um, a couple of hours. No, I want to say it took him an, that particular situation an hour. I have been where I've been on situations where the person was mm-hmm. absolutely psychotic. Oh. Um, where like hearing what? voices, mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. things, and I didn't know if Can't that was... get through. It's hard to get couldn't through. Get, yeah. I mean, well, we got through to the point in which he w- was able to move from the far left side of the mm-hmm. bridge to the opposite to, mm-hmm. to the middle, almost to mm-hmm. the far right to get off. And so y'all doing this all in mass. This was during the time of COVID, the nineteen. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that it, it, How has that been factoring in? You know, sometimes I will take my my mask off, but I keep a distance. 
because you want to make it personable. Mm-hmm. Okay. You so, know, I'll be having their mask on for the commits. No, no. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't think about that. And I mean, I am a spiritual person. I just, you know, say my graces and just... do you think those people post to the status? Like I'm going to go jump off the bridge. Some of them no. do. Really? Are you for real? I'm serious. Cause I had asked Shauna earlier before we did the show. Yeah. I mean, like, do you think people that are suicidal will post about it? Cause to some me, of them like, do. Some of them are literally live while they're doing it or you have bystanders that come down what is that? What and is they're that taking is that from a, is that for attention or they want somebody i think to... it's attention um mm. some people are very serious mm. that they're going to do it but it's more so i want you to witness yeah that's like the influence of that, that's that fucked up. why life? would you want somebody to be drugged into your stuff it's, it's you know have selfishness, so long. not thinking yeah. about what other people you know, That's right? Oper- operating was, like that. Like I said, I was watching. I've been watching Degrassi, <laughs> catching, not catching up, just going. The back. one where Drake got shot. No, I haven't got to that part yet. Okay. I can't wait till I get there. I saw that before though. But mm-hmm. I'm at the part. I was on uh, the the original Degrassi when like the guy walked in the bathroom and he shot himself in the head and he wrote the girl a letter and he left her a letter saying I loved you. Uh, why didn't you love me? And she felt so bad about it. And the dude was like, "Don't feel bad for him. He can't make you feel like shit because he decided to do that. That was his fault. He should have reached out to somebody. Mm-hmm. You can't leave. You can't do that. Cause suicide to me is like really selfish. That's you don't love yourself. And so just because you don't love yourself, you don't want anybody else to love you. Mm. I don't know. You could take it. I mean, and I'm not. I'm in being, some instances, that is it. Child. But in all, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being sympathetic to him, but I'm sorry. But in other instances, it's yeah. just you. You're seeking you the validation from others. You don't know you what know? else to do. Yeah. Some people. Yeah. I've been. I've thought about suicide before, but I couldn't bring myself to it. Like I thought about bulimia. Like what the fuck? No, let's throw this shit up. Mm-hmm. No, it's not gonna happen. Some people just don't have the proper tools to be able to work. Oftentimes, you can talk individuals off of from doing harm to themselves Mm -hmm. um who are not psychotic like the individual who i was speaking of he was psychotic Mm -hmm. there there was no way as you stated of getting through to him Mm -hmm. but in some instances it's just impulsivity Mm -hmm. Uh, impulsive not thinking about what other people may feel Mm -hmm. think about the situation but right in that moment i need to do something you gotta get them out of that cycle of negative self-speak sometimes they just Mm -hmm. keep telling themselves they need to be heard yeah most often that's the situation they don't feel heard Mm -hmm. correct that self-actualization that Mm self-fulfillment self-awareness a lot Mm -hmm. of people are lacking those things and that's what therapy can get provide to you is the additional of which you know christianity cannot Mm -hmm. um or or spirituality cannot is going above religion um you know is going above and beyond and help giving you additional tools to cope Mm -hmm. because you can have the bible you can read your scriptures and you know those are positive affirmations within themselves of what well would god want me to do this or is this something that you know mama faye would want me to do or whomever you know you have those things but sometimes it's going above and beyond of understanding what it is that you're truly dealing with knowing what the disorder is and what to expect you know with that and sometimes it's going beyond just even talk therapy I'm sorry. You sometimes need emotional therapy. Yeah, right. A passionate. But sometimes you need to have medication. Yeah. You know, some circumstances are that far yeah. exasperated, as people would say, or so far gone that therapy is not the be all. End and that's all. because sometimes you just need those neurons to connect again. 
Because mm-hmm. sometimes it, you know, right. you have, it's a chemical imbalance Correct. when you go through those things. Like every emotion is a chemical emotion. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand, like it's caused from like the food you eat, the environment Correct. you eat. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it could be like a chemical imbalance. And so sometimes you need that medicine mm-hmm. to get your chemicals back mm-hmm. in line. Because I was on, I forgot what it was called. Mm, it started with a D, I think. Anyway, when I went through my depression phase, mm-hmm. when my mother passed, it was like a grief depression. Like, mm-hmm. I was depressed and I didn't even know it. And I just went and broke down one time and went through it. And I went to grief counseling. And I would tell you, it was like the best thing for me. It was like it brought me to another self sense of who what I was. What got you to that point, though? But I need counseling. That, I yeah. broke down at work and started crying and didn't know like what was going on with me. Like I knew. Did someone say something to you, though? No, I was just going through like my mother's passing and stuff, and I just ran out of work, was using the bathroom, and looked in the mirror, and I just think I just thought to myself like I'm by myself. Like when you look in that mirror, you get a true reflection of everything yes. of who you are and understanding uh-huh. of how your day was and how your life is going. Well, at least you should get that reflection. You should get that feeling from yourself. Right. And I just got that. And it was just like, I'm so alone. I'm so by myself. And And you just knew you needed more. Yeah, I just knew I needed something because I didn't know. I couldn't control what was going on. Right. And it was like, I was mad all the time. I was angry. I was getting into it with my friends. And I was like, something's going on with myself. And you you don't think it's you a lot of times. And once Mm -hmm. I stepped back and said, okay, maybe it's me. I need to go to grief therapy. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you it was the best time ever. And I didn't stay on the medicine forever. I stayed on it for I think six months and I winged myself off of it. Uh-huh. Did I you continue therapy though? I had I hadn't con- continued therapy, but I think now and I was just talking to my boyfriend about it, like I think I, it's time for me to go back to therapy, especially during this time yeah. of COVID nineteen. Yes. I think it's really time for us to go to therapy to talk to somebody to get stuff off of our chest and I think even it's a the lot therapist going I'm going to talk to needs to go to therapy well and I, I mean we they going to get it. we as therapists are trained to oh. where we're supposed to <laughs> 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 we're supposed to you know do some self checking I mean that's a healthy thing I'm a big advocate of self uh, care mm-hmm. because of how much I work how much of a helper I am. I, I help how in much my stress you taking from everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it, at the end of the day, I can't be available 100% to others to help others if I don't take care of myself. Or how, how does the next person believe believe what it is that I'm trying to uh, provide or trust in what I'm trying to provide if I'm not taking care of myself? Because it shows. Mm, well, that to me, I one of my menu questions was oh, related to that. Let's yes. segue into well, our yeah, menu One questions. of my menu questions was just on what every you were. Episode, yes. we're gonna, we do menu questions. Anjali, if you're not familiar, our questions are regular, medium, hot, and extra spicy. Yes, so are me. you ready to answer these Let's questions? Go. Okay. Let's go. Okay, so, okay, so, since, so one of my first questions was, and you talked about this, you know, about self-care. And I'm curious to know what you do to take care of yourself as a person uh, that provides services to people with mental health issues. And where do you find joy? Let me see. So in order to take care of myself, I watch first I watch what I eat. Mm -hmm. Um, I take my vitamins or any medications as prescribed to keep all of that in tune. Exercising, I have fell off a little bit, but I was exercising daily, at least 30 minutes of my time. Even a little walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do walk often because the job requires that I have two dogs. So, um, my pets are so good. Yes. Yes, they are. So I do get to walk them. Um, 
meditation time. Sometimes when I have, sometimes I have difficulty sleeping because I've worked so much. So I'm still kind of wrapped up for the, from the day or whatnot. So I might put on some meditation music in my earbuds or headphones or whatever it may be. Like and your, I go to what's sleep. What's meditation music? Mary J. Blige? No, I actually, you know what? I get on Pandora and I'll put on my little relaxation music. I look okay. up relaxation music or meditation mm-hmm. and I play that and it's soft sounds or nature sounds. And I fall asleep like that. Yes, oh because I have to. Because if I don't, I'm an internalizer of stress. So sometimes yeah. I can feel that. So, and it's like, if I'm, if I'm going to continue to work as much as I work, um, and be available to the clientele that I'm servicing, which most of the clientele that I'm serving is African-American. But, I mean, it's pretty diverse because mm-hmm. I'm in different jurisdictions. But um, I got to, you know, stay well. Milwaukee? It varies. Are, is it, the majority of the time, are you going out for something as a, is black people involved? Yes. Yes, um, especially when I work Milwaukee Police Department, majority of the population that I serve is African American. Are the police that you're going with minority? Or are they white? Some of them are uh, okay. minority, and some are Caucasian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But all of us, you know, are there for different reasons. But have you witnessed some dirty cops? I have not. You haven't. I have not. No. So the MPD that you've witnessed have been good police. Officer. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I can shout out to our MPD um, that are good police officers. Yes, indeed. Yes, no, I think out. we gotta you start doing yeah. plugging in some counter narratives sometimes. You know, I I cannot speak on on you know Milwaukee Police Department at all as a whole at all. But I can say that the interactions that I have had on a collaborative effort have been very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially because we're. People just don't necessarily always understand mental health, but all of the officers, to my understanding, have gone through um, trainings, uh, mm-hmm. crisis intervention trainings, and the, every individual that I have come into play with has been positive. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and, respect and that's no endorsement for the surrounding counties. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, because I don't know. Officer that killed that little boy, no. It's not a plug for you. Right, I don't know. And we don't drive through certain communities after a certain time. Right. No. Yeah, there might be. Yeah. A, there's still some sunset townish behavior in Wisconsin, but you know it's all good. Always, all right. Um, all right. My uh, regular question is: Would you allow your child to date someone of a different religion? I would. Like, would you like your child to date somebody that's like Jehovah's Witness? Oh. See, I think about now that I have an issue with Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't have an issue with Jehovah's Witnesses. It's it's just, you know, the pressuring of you should you should become a Jehovah's Witness. It's Mm. just a bit overwhelming. It always has been. I literally recall hiding from the Jehovah's Witness when they would everybody, everybody, literally, like. I can't I, are they still around? No, I guess yeah. COVID, well, they're not COVID. coming. Well, hey, the, the <laughs> they're still around. around. Yeah, they're still around. <laughs> they do it virtually now. Are, are, who is that on the bus stops? 
I don't know. They have those little pamphlets. Yes. Is that a way? Yeah. Mormon. Let's draw up a witness. The Mormons are usually white. Yeah. And they have the full three piece suit. Yes. Or the book that. The Mormons be in Tulsa. Sometimes. I have seen them. Like on near Marquette. Because, you know, the Caucasian people live down by Marquette. I don't know what it is, but I know they used to. When I worked for the Milwaukee Public Museum, they would come there quite often. Ooh, the Mormon people yes they all have them buzz cuts. they have the uh dress white t-shirts black tie. pants with a tie i think they have name tags and always a book bag mm-hmm. i don't know what that's they do about have a backpack you're right right yeah. i think a lot of people that have like go through like religious things that are so like different from everything else like jehovah's witness people mm-hmm. are people. i think they have like a lot of mental health issues overall mm-hmm. Interesting. Because they have to be so different. Or like the Amish people who get to like leave at 18 and you can decide if you want to come back or I'm something. I'm sure. Hmm. Wasn't that, there a like, documentary? Yeah, it's a, it's a show that used to come on. Yeah, I remember watching mm-hmm. a documentary or something like that. Yeah, of this girl show. was trying to break out from that yeah, community or something. Amish or something, yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. Weird. Okay. Shauna, your next question. Okay, um, so my medium question is, do you think... Do you think that black people need to have a black therapist or does it not matter? Hmm. We putting you in the hot seat. No, um, <laughs> you know, that's from a personal aspect. I used to think like that um, before I became, became a therapist myself. I used to think, well, I want somebody that looks like me. Cause I feel like what they don't understand what I'm going through. But, um, If if you are a new person coming in and have never gone through therapy, of course that would be ideal. Because that'll be comfortable with you, right? But there, I can want for one, I can definitely confirm in Milwaukee there aren't a lot of African American male therapists. Mm-hmm. There's a shortage even for social workers, mm-hmm. um, female therapists, African American women. Yes, there's more, but there's still a shortage. And, you know, especially when you have a good one, then that person becomes overwhelmed with a lot of um, patients to where they can't provide you services. I actually ran into that recently for myself because I check in every now and then. Mm -hmm. Plus, I had a recent loss um, of my my maternal grandmother, my paternal grandmother as well. Um, And so I check in because I'm human. I have feelings. I have emotions. I have moods. I have all that just like anybody else mm-hmm. and but the thing is is that I am able to better self check um I think it's helpful to have a provider that looks like you because what we're about it depends on the culture mm-hmm. but with African American people we're about trust first mm-hmm. I have to trust you first um are you knowledgeable do you understand what I'm going through mm-hmm. and if you look like me I feel like you You're understand because yeah. even when I was doing care coordination which is social work uh with youth and families it was always like well Anjali you understand what we're going through because what I'm, I'm black, black. Mm-hmm. right yeah black to some degree everything. you know what I'm yeah. saying because we all have cultures within the culture and that is that you know yes I look like you and I have some of your experiences mm-hmm. but you may not have the same experiences that mm-hmm. I have you know what That's I'm saying right. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, just do the work that is necessary to heal so that you can feel better. That's right. Because constantly going back and forth to jail or, you know, finding yourself in trouble because you're impulsively reacting. That's saying, stop this, what the hell you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right, especially yeah. if it's impacting your life the way that it is. Yeah. But yeah. that's good. I think I'm going to answer this menu question yeah, too. <laughs> well, it's, so so the funny, <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I hear this a lot. I hear I've seen this, especially um, working with youth. And they are usually matched with some. It's easier to match young people. I don't know if this is correct, but it seems easier to match young people with a therapist that is um, similar to their own uh, cultural connections. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's harder as an older person to get a, a therapist that is black. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm, I'm, I have a person who is white. Mm-hmm. That I started. Um, or did she's you a white. She's a white woman, and I think. Honestly, I'm going to use this word intentional. I keep saying this, but I think she's really being intentional about listening, and I appreciate that. So, um, you know, we'll see. Time will tell whether or not it matters. Or does it even you know, have to bottle down the race? Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. But I've been. But all these messages yeah. tell me that only a black person can help me. They can only. They're the only ones no. that can understand no. me. No. And I, I don't know. I struggle with that. You know. I mean, there are some providers like like I said. I was on a personal quest for one recently because, I mean, I feel like I still haven't processed a lot of like the recent passings of my family members, but. Um, I put in on psychology today. I was looking for a provider. Um, I spoke to my primary care doctor um, about my quest to find a provider. And um, initially, yes, I was looking for someone, one, that could challenge me because I'm in the same field. So I know a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. can, do you know your stuff so much or your shit me, to where you can, you know, Challenge me where I need to be challenged, but also, you know, are you going to be um, able to help me heal? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not just because you're black, but, you know, so I, I actually found two African-American um, providers. One was actually uh, Nigerian, and she was full. I said, mm-hmm. just put me on your wait list. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, they're that's really full. what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. But she was full. That's right. They're Especially if they're full. good. Yes. Plus, of course, we flock to someone that looks like mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, wrong. It's not wrong. But, I do. you know, there are some individuals out there that, no, they may not be able to say, yes, I have lived this experience. But mm-hmm. some of them are beyond a textbook and can really, truly help you because they're passionate about And they have studied population that they're trying to serve and they just they have the right thing that you need correct and i think for me like the lady i went to was white mm-hmm. and i didn't even think about like oh this a white lady because she was telling me like and i really appreciated this like when she was giving me advice she was telling me stuff that she was talking about with herself so i was like oh that's mm-hmm. so deep because you went through it too so you can mm-hmm. understand what i'm going through because mm-hmm. you human too so mm-hmm. i don't think it's like a race or it shouldn't be a race thing but that's with, first, with African Americans. But if you want to get comfortable, I think right. maybe you could look for somebody that's black. But then, but Afri- for African Americans in general, I think what it is with us is that we are looking for familiarity. Mm-hmm. Do you Just look so like we? Have you been through what I've been through? Because I it, mean, it's how we feel safe sometimes. But correct. you know, I don't know if that's always the thing that. I, I don't know. It's hard sometimes. It is. Yeah, because sometimes ju- you get sometimes prov- you can feel. Un- Did y'all see Queen and Slim? Where the? No. Ooh. That was a good. I thing. know. I didn't even think I'll it was be as good as it was. 
I'm sorry. I I'm bringing the there. I'm gonna have to watch for that. those Maybe of y'all. You haven't seen Queen of Slim? I haven't. Oh yeah. Wow. For those well, who, for those of you, okay. I, well, I, can't like the, I, can't, I can't even tell the. I can't even tell while I brought that. Is it a whole mood? It's a whole mood. It's a whole mood, girl. Like. Okay. Oh. I can't even tell why I brought that up. It, you, when you watch it, then you'll see why. Because they that. go, that's yeah. traumatic. What they experience, what they go Ooh. through, running from the cops. We're not always Ooh. each other's ally. That's no. And uh, sometimes we just not fucking right. <laughs> okay. But I could understand that situation. But I'm, I, that's all I gotta say. You, you didn't you see have it, to so say, we, we, we won't talk about yeah, it because our, our guest, okay, our special <laughs> guest, has not seen it. We're gonna move on to our next. That movie was beef. That was only mild. Beautiful. Those all are mild. People questions. hated it too. Have, so, okay, all right. Really? I love that movie. I've heard nothing but great things. I loved it. That's, you've heard, yeah. People yeah. are pissed off you about have to, it. I, we, I can't even talk that was about my it. medium question. That was my medium question. My medium question is Oh, you know. Oh, okay. Would you tell a male or a lesbian to leave their abusive relationship if they were getting. Uh, abused by their spouse. So if a woman was beating a man ass and he was confiding in you like my wife um, always want to fight me, would you tell him to like leave her like you would a woman that was getting beat by a man? Or if it was like a lesbian or a gay dude was getting beat up by his boyfriend, would you be quick to tell them to leave the situation as well? Like do we feel the same about abused women that then we feel about abused other people I think culturally you know with um, the black community you know the black man is seen as is not aggressive but this the protector the protector he's Mm -hmm. supposed to do this do that whatever you know there's the stereotypes Mm -hmm. for me because I'm more so you know, I guess not in mesh, but um, I'm cultivated, I guess you could say, to where I understand and that I don't see any difference as far as gender, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're being abused, you correct. <laughs> I have Tyler as a friend. He's been my friend forever. It is, you know, like mm-hmm. his sex. You were the sexual, first person I thought I was gay to. Sexual orientation <laughs> means nothing to me, though. And yeah. that's what I told yeah, you way you back like, when. Uh, when it wasn't care. even, yeah, it was, you know, like, I want to say eighth grade, ninth, oh, maybe at the, no, it was ninth grade. It was, it was first ninth year. grade. Wow. And well, y'all went to like remember. a Catholic school we went too, to Saint right? St. Stephen Martyr. It's not yes. even around no more. No, like no, I think, yeah, I don't know what it is Child now. St. Stephen Martyr was some stuff. It was, it was mm-hmm. a wonderful experience. Was. Um, we grew up, child. I Yeah, I really respected my parents, you know, reasoning for placing me in um, me parochial like schools. But, um, what was I saying? I forgot. Look at Tyler got me off too. I'm sorry. It's the Remy. It's the Remy. Black don't know why you're Sorry. But long story short, I guess what I was saying was all in all is that our experiences are our experiences. You have to recognize when it's impacting you, your daily functioning, and seek help. Mm-hmm. Um, there is help out there. We talked about that earlier as far as like um, calling the crisis line, calling the warm line. Um, talking to a family member, talking to your pastor, reaching out though, because sometimes 
our our family members, our loved ones are not aware of what it is that we're experiencing. Yeah. And, you know, I for me, I just I don't look at and I don't care what your sexual orientation is. If my friend or whomever you are is being abused, I want to help you get out of that. But at first I have to understand, are you sure that that's what you want to do? Because sometimes we can get so involved in things and maybe that person isn't ready for change. And then it becomes messier than what it is. No, I just maybe, you know, there's fear of change. Yeah. I grew up up in this environment, so this is the norm. Or this means they love me if you beat me or if we go through this and then you buy me something after you don't whoop my ass. or Right. It could be a parent that's whooping their child ass and after they whoop their child ass, oh, now you got a new PS4. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. okay. Right, because this is, that was that parent's norm. Mm Mm-hmm. So now that's where it continues to travel from generation to generation. But we got to do something about that. Thank you for that answer. You want to go next to your uh, my hot question? Your hot question. <laughs> All right. Toyota, hot, hot, hot. Okay. So my next uh, my hot question is when when is the last time you ugly cried? Mm. I have oh. days like that. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you ugly <laughs> cried? Ugly cry. I mean, sometimes we just get a little tear, but I'm the muscle move. It's Ugly. been a couple months ago. Oh, not years. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of months. Okay, that's honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you want to talk about what, when you? Uh, oh, the last time it? I ugly. The cried? last time I ugly cry. Okay, so I'm just gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Last time, I, so anything that has to do with a teenager or a kid <laughs> getting hurt. That wasn't, a, that wasn't even, a 19 call. I can't. <laughs> uh-uh. No, that was not. Coronavirus? <laughs> that wasn't a 19 call. Dry throat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't stand to see teens or kids being hurt. It just is something I have, like, very little tolerance for. So I started to watch When They See Us, and I could not, I could not continue. Watch that. continue. I, feel, I, I cannot deal with I can't deal with it. Oh. Any thought of a teen or a child being being Three hurt. black people in this room ain't seen when they see can't, us. Can't 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 watch can't watch that. What Walmart. do they call it now? They call it a like um, what do they call it now? All like the streaming uh, services. Yeah, they black, call it like uh, oppression porn or something like that. They call uh, it when we oh, watch. Oh, I don't. I, maybe that's not it. what it's. Maybe that's not, that's not the correct term. Like, but like, like watching roots and stuff. Yeah, all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roots, right, the color right, purple right. And stuff, like, I, right. Living fine. in the past. BET. I'm fine with watching BET. I actually like the new roots. Did anybody ever see the new generation roots? It was good. It was good. I like that kind of stuff. But when I see kids being hurt, I can't. No, that was good. It was good, but it was just too deep for me. Any babies? No, I'm just, I don't have the heart I think the black dude that was so like, what you call those? The the black dude with that, uh, remember the Django that uh, Lawrence, not Lawrence Fishburne, what's his name? Jamie Foxx. Not Jamie Foxx, the other man. Uh, Samuel uh, Jackson. Samuel Jackson, the black man. He played, he was that kind of black Mm -hmm. man. Like, he was, you, niggas, get y'all stuff (laughs) down. Yeah, you know, yeah, right, right. Can't do it with the babies. No. I'm sorry, y'all. I remember when I went to Harambe, <laughs> I was a light-skinned person, so I had to play the white person in the play. And y'all know I don't like to Aww. say the word nigga. So they had me say, get those niggers out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Jason loved me to say that. I was like, why y'all like me to say hard that? Like, hard R. Hard. I guess because I was Southern. I right, had like right. an accent. I was like, get those niggas out of here. <laughs> I was a black man that said that. That is funny. Okay. All right. So we'll move on to my, um, ex- this is hot. This is a hot, hot question. Yeah, I said my hot. All right. So my hot question is, should people with mental health issues be allowed to vote for our next president? Because what if you got schizophrenia and one of y'all is voting for Trump and the other one of y'all is voting for Biden? Should you be allowed to vote? <laughs> Everybody should be allowed to vote. Okay. Um, mental health or not, because that would be discriminatory. Um, but do they have an outline for people with mental health issues to vote? Because I'm thinking like... I mean, you, you, could, be, you could be assisted. You on can the assist vote that is six. Or the second. Third? The third. Yeah. So you was gonna commit suicide on the second, so then you gonna go vote on the third. Hey, they might not please vote, people. Please vote. They I mean, no matter what your situation is, simply Just please vote. But if you are not aware of what's going on, this this could be stable stable mental health or not. Um you know, educate yourself, but um, so those people can vote. Like uncle, you know how a black people most the crazy people in the back. Well, not the crazy. You shouldn't say that no more. The mentally, what is it? Mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. mentally challenged so people mental or people in the back yeah. room. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to get Uncle Curtis about the back room to go vote because there's yes. such an array of mental health. Yes, some are severe, some are mild, some are you know minimal. Um, some are seasonal, whatever, but those more persistent situations, some of them, some individuals as such may be very fixated on politics, Okay, you know, so that could be concerning, but they still have the right to vote and they should vote. People should vote period because whatever your thought process is, you know who you want to vote for. Vote Biden. But it is, I mean, some most people are engaged in supportive services in the community, so they have a case manager. Mm-hmm. Case manager could assist the person to the polling site to so assure that, that, that they go the in. That they should go to go to your case manager. I mean, it, or if they have a ballot, yeah, like, you can hey. You assisted at your sites, yeah. Hey. You, have, you see people come into the polling sites with, like, somebody to help them vote? Absolutely. I haven't seen I anybody. Oh, all the time. Oh. I, I mean, I see people time. with, like, physical disabilities. I haven't, per se, noticed anyone when I've gone to vote that was, like. at the voter registration, so. Oh, yeah, yeah no, how I, is that? I, run, I, I have run a polling site for over 10 years, Lower East Side of Milwaukee. And yes, you do need to assist voters sometimes because Ooh. they want to exercise. Because they just their don't rights, understand, but they sometimes don't understand, or right? Because a lot of people, this is their first time voting, or maybe their second time voting. They just don't. They want to vote for Obama. Yeah, they just right. They're not yeah. aware, or they want to vote like all Democrat, but then you kind of got to like it's the the ballot doesn't work that way anymore. So you right, have yeah, to help them understand. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you know, people just aren't aware in general, but just because you have a mental health disorder does not mean that you cannot vote you should vote and if you do need assistance 
you know, there are options at the poll site at, where right you can at the get site. them. Yes, yeah. indeed. Don't Absolutely. worry. There are people there to help. Because it's a disability, just like you may, if you have a uh, ambulatory disability, you mm. might need help walking in the facility. Yes. But there is a special voting machine if you have a physical disability yeah. called the Auto oh. Mark. So they, see, yeah, that, they, they got that covered at the site. So mm-hmm. bring your special needs animal in. Yes, but if there's any other types of disabilities, there are actually human beings. Maya to help you vote. There are there are human beings. Just vote. Just vote. That's right. What's your hot? What's your hot question? But we get these extra. I already said mine. Mine was ugly cry. So you want me to go to extra spicy? You go extra spicy first. Well, this is a carryover for last from last time. It has nothing to do with you know the theme of today, but okay. Um, so I was reading this this uh, article, this L article that called the rise of the one month stand, and I don't know where you where you fall here. The rise of the one month stand instead of the one night stand. Oh, and um, so you so fucking somebody for a month? Well, so they talked about this <laughs> the, this that the fact that we have no more bar culture, the bar hookup culture. I and, before, and that 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 relationships are now we're moving back to courtship. And, That's what I like. Um, it, do, so, do you think that it's okay to hook up during the pandemic? Or the better question is, would you are you willing to die for an orgasm? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> most motherfuckers <laughs> are willing to die for your an sin orgasm. is your sin. Hey, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> How do you feel? You say who am I? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who am I to judge? You do you. Whatever brings you happiness, you know. I think if I were single, I definitely would not. I think I see it more often now. People are hooking up on social media more during the pandemic because they feel so alone or they're so trapped. Ain't nothing else to do. They can't go out. Folks so, better I mean, enjoy this space. Folks have been using the internet since Black Planet. Over, right? <laughs> That's true. I mean, Black Planet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you also have to I was on Black Planet too. I was on Black Planet. Right? I think we all were. Too. I forgot my Black Planet login. But you also, no idea. But you also have to remember going back to what we said earlier how this generation doesn't know how to not have technology. Eventually, they're going to have to find a way to date too. So right. that's why social media is their avenue. So you willing to risk your life, risk getting COVID for this person just for that nut, for that night? <laughs> They've been risking their life you gonna put getting a mask right. on. Like and when I come in, you better have that mask on. They, <laughs> you expect people who don't even want to put a condom on to put a mask on? Hello? People, Let's keep people, it a buck. Please understand that the mask does not prevent you from getting COVID. The mask just keeps your germs to yourself. That's right. it. It prevents other people from getting COVID from your ass. <laughs> It right. don't prevent you from getting right. COVID. Right. It keeps you from COVID to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, I got my mask on, so I ain't gonna get nothing. <laughs> yeah, you, you might have not, you might get COVID from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You might have dirty hands. Not you might touch hands. something else. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm about these dirty hands these days. So is it my turn for my extra spicy yes, question? Yes, it is. Because mine is not like sexual, because I usually go the sexual route. Mine is kind of comical, kind of. Okay. But I want okay. a true answer from each of y'all. Angela, oh, first. okay. We're all answering them. Gladys, Patty, Aretha, or Tina? Who are you mm. most like? Ooh. hmm Gladys Knight, Patty LaBelle, Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner. They all got music. They all legends. Who, which one of those artists do you say really represents you? I've always loved Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle? Always. Um, she has fashion. I love fashion. She's um, empathetic. Um, she seems like she's um, 
what's a good word? Passionate. She loves to cook. I that's who I am. So that, that patty pie is not good. Let me say that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that Ooh, peach cobbler good. Patty. That patty pie is not good. You know what? Oh. I never had it. Oh. <laughs> it what, ain't good. That's Walmart pie. That ain't Patty's pie. You know, Patty got some love. Girl, remember they was throwing off the pies like two years ago. This motherfucker is on the shelves now. When you watch her cook on like YouTube or whatever, I, so oh, yeah. especially that macaroni and cheese. That's real butter, real oh. cheese, and, and you so know gone. what's his name, James Wright. Yes. You know that's her little protege. Yes. So now, I, that Patty pie thing. I don't think oh, he'd be going one if it wasn't good. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Um, so I have to say, <laughs> I have to say Aretha. Aretha, okay. And the why reason Aretha? why, because I was recently watching um, a, so there's a documentary on. That's Anjali cracking that uh, uh, celery guy in the right. background. <laughs> Self-care. Self-care. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right, making sure you eat right. So let's see, Aretha, she did a documentary. Let's see, Aretha, let me look it up. She did a documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Let me see if I can figure it. I, I watched this net, this documentary Aretha Franklin did recently, Amazing Grace. Um, oh, that was a, that was a good album. You saw oh, album? Raising? No, the album. Okay, so she. Did you say Aretha too? You said Patty. She yeah, Patty. She did this. There was a there's a Netflix doc, Netflix documentary mm-hmm. on um, from 2018. Aretha Franklin did this um, document this performance at a church in Los Angeles, mm. um, and it was. Incredible! It was incredible. I was just spellbound. Wow! And I think the reason it's on Netflix. It's called. um, It's called. I think. uh, What's the big time pastor? Is his name James Cleveland? I don't remember what his name is, but he Mm -hmm. he was. It was. It was just produced that album. James Cleveland. He did. He was actually in the documentary, Mm -hmm. and it's at his church. Mm -hmm. And because wasn't she in between like (sighs) secular music and? Yes, she was. And Damn. she just she just came out and her her voice is angelic. It's mm-hmm. it's almost unreal. Um, it's so she intuitive. takes you to church. She takes you to it, it, in your living room. Oh, okay. It if you if you want to talk about, I know I t- tried to make uh, some separation between the church and mental health, mm-hmm. but that documentary Lord took me somewhere. A bit of self care. It took me somewhere. It was beautiful, and you I like Aretha Franklin. Yes, you seen Amazing Grace. So Maybe if you, you get to see it. that, if you get to see that um, documentary, look at him. He's taking it down. Yeah, it's Self-care. it's really beautiful. It's really it, it's just really. So I I think that I rely on my intuition the way Aretha does in this documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's way more. It's beyond skill. It's oh. it's spiritual the way the way she presents this. Um, sometimes that's what you need voice. as a pick me upper, or you I'm know. But we're I'm just saying, don't expect your spirituality to be the be all. No, you know, sometimes you need, you need just else. yeah. Because I don't like when people involve their pastor in their sex life. Ooh, yeah, that's a little Yikes. odd, especially men, because it's pastor odd. the pastor is still a man and he's a straight man. So um, if you um, if you go into your pastor with stuff, he's going to have his opinion, not as a man of the cloth, but he's going to have his opinion as a man first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So his thing is going to be to let that woman feel how she going to feel. 
not thinking about how the woman should actually feel. You know what I'm saying? Because his, men- his mentality right. from the stuff that I've seen in the past, not saying all pastors are like that, but for me, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes, like, when you go through personal stuff, it's right. good to step out of your religion or step out of your normal friendship circle and find somebody who is, you know, don't have nothing to do with your stuff. They When they go away, they don't think about you. Right. And I think a lot of times black people feel like if we go to a white person, the white person ain't going to tell me what to do. Or they feel like if I go to this white person, they feel like that white person is better than them because they, you know, they have to come to you for mental health issues. Fuck them. Fuck mm-hmm. what they think. They getting paid to hear this and they finna hear it. And I want some good advice afterwards. Mm-hmm. Stand in your truth. Mm-hmm. Say Shit, it. Stand in it. Say it. Yes. Okay. Do you have an extra spicy question? I thought that was my extra. That spice. was oh okay sorry oh because I said it wasn't nasty this time. Okay good yeah. okay good. Well I guess we're. I can ask y'all another extra spicy. No. <laughs> okay. Well we can we can go on ahead and move on to our our uh, our and delete section. All right we can okay. delete now. And, the, and this is where we talk about what we're what we're deleting what we're taking away taking how we away feel now topic. after our conversation yes. kind of wrapping up and synthesizing all we talked about. Um, so I don't know what we if you want to start with your delete sure. okay. Um, just deleting from this. Um, I think, I think after today, I'm deleting that I'm the only person that goes through stuff, and that just because um, people are smiling some days and people are able to do stuff and people mm-hmm. are in a position to help other people that they don't feel like they're they have breakdowns too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. deleting that because I would have never thought going through stuff or had problems or would go through a mental breakdown but for people to share that you know I think that's it's a realization I think people are going through a realization phase right now so I'm just deleting feeling alone in any type of mental health issues any type of stress or any type of feeling that I have even if it's right or wrong even though I feel like people putting their statuses out it's becoming a trend or a phenomenon I don't stand alone in that feeling and that's okay and I'm learning to stand on my shit because that's how I fucking feel Mm. Hmm. say it so I'm deleting that. Okay. Well, I think what I'm what I'm um, what I'm deleting is um, not asking for help. I, w- I want to be able to ask for help when I need help. That's and I think a lot of times we as Black women don't like for people to see us in a vulnerable position, mm-hmm. and they don't. We don't like for people to see us in need. Mm-hmm. That's just for Black people in general. In general, yes, mm-hmm. but particularly Black women and. Yeah. Um, it's hard for us to be vulnerable, and I want to do a lot more and ask for help because I think people do care, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think people want to be intentional about creating these these spaces for us to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and I think we need to give people a chance to do that for us, and we don't mm-hmm. even give people the chance. I to think do that during the nineteen so time, people mm-hmm. have been more been more willing to be available for other people. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, during this time, everybody needs somebody, mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. are breaking down those barriers. Mm-hmm. Do you have a delete that you want to share with us? Taking away from our um, show. Mm-hmm. I guess for me is, you know, something that I've been working on for a while is learning to, you know, have a balance of being the helper. You know, also I go back to self-care, making sure that I'm taking care of myself in order to be 100% available to others, mm-hmm. um, recognizing that, 
I can't do it all because I am one of those uh, African-American superwoman. Mm -hmm. You know, I have always been like that even as a child and still recognizing that you can't be the be-all for everybody. And if they're not willing to do the work, then sometimes you just got to let them fall to their grace. Mm -hmm. It is what it is because if you can't take care of self and and do what you need to do to protect self – you know, when others aren't available, because they're just, you know, we all got to do the what we got to do for self, you know, then sometimes you have to take a step back and just focus on self, being um, selfish, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay, it's a, a nice, selfishness sometimes. yes, mm-hmm. take the guilt out of it, yeah. because you deserve, and knowing that you do deserve to, you're not hurting anyone else, exactly, mm-hmm. if there's no hurt to anybody else, but just that you need to take care of self, uh, what's the harm in that? You know, Mm -hmm. because then you're available 100% to help others and then they'll see it as authentic, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a lot of what's going on in our community. We're all, you know, a lot of us are helping others in different ways in which that we can and that needs to continue. Um, But that's what I want to focus on just a balance, a happy medium. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love, I love it. Little wonder, great conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being yes. here. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah, whatever it may be. Especially as a black woman working with the Milwaukee Police Department, shout out for that yeah. and being strong and you know mm-hmm. saying that you haven't seen any type of you know I haven't issues or racism that you haven't seen that obviously I honestly have not yeah yeah so yeah. I, w- I would I really know you would come mm-hmm. in and be like yep I've seen it yep they out there <laughs> but I don't think it's everybody and I don't think it's so, or simply people. correcting it you know when it's happening I'm just yeah. an authentic person in that way you know if there's something that I don't feel went went the way that I expected it to or something just didn't feel right mm-hmm. I'm just I I'm a person that will speak upon that because, you know, I want everybody to be treated fairly and everybody deserves it, you know, and just to get the help that they need. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Wonderful. So, yeah, we're wrapping up things. Yes. And we're going to talk about things that's going on now. We know I'm wearing this shirt. It's called I'm a Heart Warrior. As for Aiden, Aiden's journey, shout out to Dia Green. If you want to buy the shirts, they're supporting his heart journey. He has to have surgery, and you know how insurance is. The mm-hmm. top surgery that they want to perform is not in state, and insurances no. don't cover out-of-state costs. No. So she's just trying to raise money. She has these shirts at $25. Shout out okay. to her. Follow her on uh, social media platforms, uh, Dia Green. Um, yeah, so that's okay. what I have going on now, just supporting other people. Yeah, well. Doing stuff. That's in our community high. It's amazing. We got to highlight that. And I what had, you got going on, girl? Well, I, I had an interview that just came out on hey. YouTube. I interviewed art, uh, author Nick Stone. Okay, wrote, check for that interview. Who wrote the book. Social media. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Well, you can go and see the interview on YouTube. <laughs> I'm on that interview. I interviewed Nick Stone. She wrote the book. In? Nick Stone interview. Well, yeah, you uh-huh. can go and go to YouTube and Boswell Book Channel. Okay. They, it's oh, called yeah. Nick well, Nick Stone, if those are the keywords, and I interviewed mm-hmm. her about her book, Dear Justice, that just came out. Okay. Um, I, she also wrote the book, Dear Martin. So, um, she write Dear Mama for Tupac? No, no she can write Dear Mama. <laughs> but um, Dear the, they're Mama. two great books, YA books, if you know anything about that. So if you want to check that out, um, she was amazing. And the themes uh, that came out in that interview were just uh, incredible. And I'm 
really happy to be a part of that and i think it's relevant to what's going on in the world so Mm -hmm. if you want to check that out you can go ahead and google those terms Awesome. Yes, indeed. Thank you all on. once again for joining us. Here on download episode three. Hope you got something to download, and we hope you were able to delete it. Yes, indeed. Not by the end of this episode, by the end of the day. Yeah, yes. end of the week, that. year. Yes. You know, the end of the year is coming up soon. Yeah, yes. got some time to think about all these things. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Our email, which you can submit questions to, is nke down and delete at gmail.com that's nke down and delete at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, on facebook download and delete make sure you like follow ask any questions yep. on instagram yep. coming soon i'm working on Shana's it on i'm getting up the courage to do it not her personal yes and and, <laughs> and and subscribe so you can get our yes. episode Rise every week yes indeed i think we're five i think so i really do yes indeed also on twitter at download and delete one make sure you follow us on all of those platforms yep Make sure yep. you give us any questions. Great and review, Great I review, guess. Because we're going to come back with some interesting dialogue. Next week is just me and Shauna yes. by ourselves. Listen up. Yes, listen up. Thank you guys so much for listening in to Download and Delete. I am Ty Monsier. I am Shauna Lucas. See you later. Yes, Bye. You. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.